It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. What's up, dude? Hey, dude. What's going on? You remember <laughs> that show? I do remember. Hey, dude. And we are a podcast that we uh, love to talk about nerdy stuff. That's pretty much the whole premise of it. Uh, we review trades, and we talk about the things that you already know about. You are on the internet, yeah. like most people. So, but not like Wall Street trades. Yeah, those kind of trades. Beep, 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 beep. That's just it. Ticker tape. Buy, sell, buy, sell. If you know from last week, I was kind of disjointed. This week is probably a little bit more of the same. So I apologize. I don't have a lot of news. Generally, I don't think there was a lot of news going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong came out, and I think you said that you didn't get to see it yet, right? I haven't watched it. It's like I'm afraid. it. The previews make it look enticing, and I'm afraid to watch it. I've heard reviews are middling. Not bad, not good. Just yeah. there. Yeah. Um, entertaining. But... I'm afraid if I watch it, I'll be like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yes and no. I watched it. I thought that, but I also enjoyed it. Yeah. I It was one of those things that once I got about halfway through, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this none of this is supposed to make sense. Right. It's just a movie. Yeah. See, that's so Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Or excuse me, or whatever. I liked that movie. I mean, it's the same, second one. Yeah, the same thing. It's just like, okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah. All right. Um, but I watched Kong Skull Island, and that was the biggest waste of time. It, I fell asleep in that yeah, one. I, it was I, I just, never finished it. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, I don't even know. You know? Yeah. This movie is. It's exactly what you think it's going to be, so you won't be surprised at all. Is it like Pacific Rim? Because I like Pacific Rim because it's just robots. No, I like Pacific Rim more. And I think a lot of people don't like Pacific Rim as much as I do. But I'm like you. I just like giant robots fighting. There's a there's a lot of that. So not robots, but like giant kaiju fights. I know there's a robot. It was spoiled in so. the toy aisle. Spoilers! So that's kind of cool. Not... It was an enjoyable movie. Um, I liked it. I uh, can't wait to talk to you about it. See how much you hated it. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not our buddy. Like uh, I'll at least, I'll at least be entertaining. I did. So I got a little. Oh, well, go ahead. I was going to say my TikTok of the photo I took of that, which I thought it was just. I almost just threw it in drafts. It wasn't anything yeah. special. I threw it up last night at midnight. And it's already got over like three thousand views. And hell several. yeah, I told you it only takes one man for that shit to take off. And um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So, but I also genuinely like pretty much anything you put out. So oh, thank you. I'm a little biased. And yeah, I've been putting. So I t- spent the weekend figuring out how to edit on this free program called DaVinci Resolve. Mm. And um, sounds very. So I figured out. Sounds very Netscape Navigator. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and so I figured out how to edit our. Vid- visual po- part of the podcast uh, into like sort of a vertical format so I can put it on TikTok because I want to, I do, you know, have a decent amount of people on there, but I want to make it more podcast centric. So at least, it, you know, people that 
can, that will follow from here on out will know, oh, this is a podcast, not just some random dude that reads comic books. Right. So uh, they've been pretty well received today. I put two out and, you know, I've been doing a, putting a few on YouTube shorts. Apparently that's supposed to be the hot new thing. I don't, I'm too old to keep up with all that stuff. The so new hotness. Somebody asked me, I posted that Batman picture and they were like, you should make this an NFT. And I was like, I know what that means, but don't, yeah. I don't. Mm-mm. I mean, I honestly think you should too, but <laughs> it's like there's some a, magic and science that I don't understand there. Yeah, there is there is a, a layer of uh, information that I'm missing, but I feel like I don't know. I'm, I'm also too late to go out and figure out that information. I feel like I had I'd have to read a book, right? Right. About it. Yeah, like if it's more than the first page on Google for me to figure. Yeah, it out. <laughs> exactly. And as I say in every episode, it's not that I don't like to read. It's a, it's that I don't like to read things that I'm not interested in. Right. Like, yeah, the potential of, so I, I, you know, I researched a little bit of it and just like, okay, all these artists are making just buttloads of money. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so that's, that's interesting. I fancy myself a doodler. I've seen some people that put out NFTs that are like nothing. So it was like, oh, I'm gonna look into it. Like you said, first page, read a little bit. And then they're like, well, the money's actually cryptocurrency. And I'm just like, Phew. so that's another thing that I have to like learn that I've, I'm also interested in, but I don't know much about. So it's like, so you can buy cryptocurrency through PayPal now. Oh, nice. so I don't know if that would make that layer any easier, but maybe the, the I use Robinhood to to dabble in stonks. Ah, and you can buy it on there. Too. Diamond hands. So there's <laughs> there's something I don't understand about NFTs and like you okay so you're saying like I've seen some that are whatever not very good and I feel like this is going to be like the new streaming thing like everybody's going to jump on and be like and then it's going to be oversaturated but my yeah. question is okay the artists are making money but do people buy their specific NFT isn't the value determined how much people would pay for that thing or is it just attached to I think you do like uh I mean, again, I don't really understand. I, I know that some people do like uh, they have it structured to where it's like opening packs of like Pokemon cards. Mm. So somebody will be, buy a pack and then they have within their tiers of like all their cards, they have different uh, basic cards, ultra rare cards, and they will only make that many cards, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. Cause it's limited. Yeah. And so the value of those go up and then the, um, sort of the gambling part of the pack opening is uh, the extra layer of like, Oh, this is a holographic or whatever. I've seen people. I love Twitter so much. If you know me, you know that I spend way too much time on there. Uh, I saw someone's a thread of, of NFTs and then some clever, probably 14 year old <laughs> put like uh, how to get or how to scare crypto bros or something like that. And it was like, right click, save photo <laughs> so it's like what's keeping people from just saving the picture yeah which is my thing that's what i've wondered because i saw some dude showing it you know how you can do the thing on tiktok where you uh-huh. show the image on your hand he did yeah. that and i'm like so did he buy what's that famous not really famous but the vine guy he does i think he does oh, he, jake paul yeah it was like jake paul's image and I was like, did he really crappy, really crappy picture? Yeah, it's like, did he buy that just to show it on TikTok? Like, yeah, and it was like a thousand dollars. That dude made like two million dollars off of that poorly drawn card just because of who he is. But yeah, people are just making money hand over fist in weird ways, like that. 
bad baby you know that girl that was on whatever she did only fans uh-huh. she made like seven hundred eighty six thousand dollars in her first that's crazy man day that's crazy <laughs> people wanted that's to it. see her naked so bad i'm like why that's insane yeah isn't she like a little kid too that's weird no she just turned 18 that was the thing like wow. the stroke why. of 18 people are weird man yeah People are weird. Do you remember when people, people had <laughs> countdowns for the Olsen twins? They were like, oh, man, it's coming. People are, I'm like, people are so you weird. think they're just going to start having sex with everybody? <laughs> like, everybody's just a line. Get a ticket. That's so weird. Lucky there's twins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, weird way to live and make money. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. If you're out there and you have a complete grasp over it, and uh, you want to take some of my bad doodles and some of Simon's pictures and doodles. Simon's have, Simon has a whole vault of things he can make an NFT. And I'll cut you in. You can get a percentage of it if you just do the work. Yeah, just <laughs> I'll provide the the product and you uh, do the work. <laughs> you do all the leg work and then we'll uh, give yeah. you a sliver. I don't know. Maybe it might be something if I so if there's like a NFTs for dummies youtube video like i don't want the whole book right. <laughs> if there's like a five minute video <laughs> can, you, can i get a cliff notes <laughs> let me get a cliff notes of a dummy's book yeah in video form yeah please yeah please that'd be great but if it was easy everybody would do it that's right nah that's just life <laughs> so let's talk about some news again this is pathetic i looked at this and it was just like john romita jr is on my list it's it's, it's a slow I news like john romita jr though ah <sighs> I'm a, Sometimes. I'm a fan of we'll it. Talk about Cat it. whiskers. We'll talk, about <laughs> we'll talk about it in a second. First of all, the list, Powerpuff Girls news. The live action show coming to the CW, which I know we're all excited about. So, Which this is... It, I'm conflicted in this. Because I like Powerpuff Girls, the property. Um, I don't really care for CW that much. I don't hate CW like a lot of people do. But I like Donald, Donald uh, Faison. Yeah. I do too. He's going to be playing Professor Utonium, which is a weird choice for me. Why? But I why? Also Cause he's, really, why? Lex, because he's black? Because he doesn't have, he has a more of a, no, he it's really a, not that. He doesn't have a square it's head. because <laughs> he doesn't have like a square jaw. To me, it had to be somebody with like a square jaw. Yeah. He has like a round face. He does have a very round face. I know that's a weird requirement, but it's it's definitely like, I just, it's the opposite <laughs> of what I've imagined Professor Utonium looks like. You've become one of those nerds that like nitpicks over, like you can look past yeah. every other thing, but that one. Yeah, he could be black. He just needs to have a square jaw. No, I'm kidding. I'm I'm the same way, but it's because he has a mole. Yeah, I don't know. See, I'm just kidding. Because he don't have a flat top. <laughs> I would love to see it with the flat. Yeah, he needs to get a flat top. I'm not kidding. I have no idea what this show is going to be about. Uh, it seems like a weird choice to make a show, but I'm going to watch it because why not? Content. <laughs> yeah, because why not? We'll have a review show of Power of Girl. <laughs> That's how we know we hit rock bottom. Right. Next up on the news docket, we have the Loki trailer came out today. Did you have time to watch that at all? I was surfing Reddit as you jumped on, and I saw that it was there, but I did not watch it. Didn't watch it. Uh, so we're not going to talk much about that. It does look interesting. You go ahead and talk. You're not going to spoil anything in the trailer. Before. No, I just there's there's nothing much to talk about. Uh, there is a, so, a glimpse of him sitting what seems to be on Vormir, mm-hmm. and... It looks like he's sitting with uh, Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. What? 
but they don't ever show her face. They just show like the back of her. And it has like bright orange, reddish hair. So it's obviously trying to be a, like a red hair to let you think it's her. A lot of people are saying it's Lady Loki instead. Um, I don't care. <laughs> That's, I don't care who it is. You know, I, part of me would like it to be Black Widow because I feel like there's, again, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. But I feel like there, I need a little bit more like why she's getting her own movie and like. Why she's getting her own movie and why they delayed it for so long. And like, why are they so dead set on making it come out in theaters? Yeah, they're horny for making it in theaters. I think it's just like they're even it being what like thirty dollars on the premiere, twenty. Yeah, they're not going to make their money back on that movie, which is unfortunate. But were they ever? I mean, okay, if when if coronavirus never happened, then maybe they or they definitely would have. But like, I think it would have. It's almost two years now, right? I think it would have done at least as well as Captain Marvel. You know, because yeah. people only knew that character. No, that was right before she was introduced, right? Yeah. At all. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that was our first introduction, was Captain Marvel. Yeah, so, you know, unknown character, female, which some people get really stuck on, which is silly. Um, yeah, female leads. Right. So, I don't know. We'll just see. I want to, I, I hope it's worthwhile it's not gonna be it's not gonna be two years worthwhile <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of things whenever they've had the first trailer come out for loki and um, there are these statues up at the time whatever district thing whatever precinct whatever and everyone's like oh man that's freaking kang right there that's kang mephisto and i was <laughs> and i was like hey that's not kang even though they're like technically in sort of like a weird connected way to King, they're the timekeepers. Like, here's a picture of them. It's obviously them. They're like, no, you are a GD idiot. That's Kang. It's time. It's Kang. <laughs> it's a statue. It's him. And I'm like, uh, no, it's not. And then in this trailer, the the one of the first lines he says, he says, the timekeepers are you know, <laughs> this and this and this. And so just like, yeah, got you, bitches. <laughs> Suck on that. Um, but there is a lady, I can't remember her last name, but they did show Myth. a lady that's going to be Ravana. When Ravana is the love interest of Kang, and she's in Loki. So he'll either be teased or he'll make a, like a, mm. a cameo at the end. So. He'll be teased by his lover. <laughs> but even then, people are like, uh, it's only... It's only two of the timekeepers. The other one's definitely Kang. I'm just like, dude, just stop. The cat scared stop. me. <laughs> yeah, it scared me too. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of trailers, another trailer that you might not have watched, Black Widow came out with another trailer. I did see that. So you did? A little more of the same, but some extra clips to... At the, if one more, we're one more trailer away from the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. I mean, we've got 16 trailers for this movie that was supposed to come out at the beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does it does it entice you anymore? This new trailer? I'm still so I'm I'm still excited to see it. I mean, yeah, I've genuinely been excited, especially like the family aspect and seeing uh, uh, Red Guardian. Yeah, Red Guardian, and uh, seeing. The other guy, <laughs> Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, Taskmaster. I really think he, I think he looks lame. I know a lot of people like the way he looks. I think it looks lame. 
Uh, I don't know how they could have done it better. But they could have made him look a little more. They could have done a, a little cooler, a real skeleton, a skeleton face. Yeah, a little more. Like I don't need it to be like Halloween costume skull. I think it, it could have cool. just been a little bit more. Maybe <laughs> like like uh, fuck, I can't remember any of his name. Uh, the the main bad guy in in uh, Mortal Kombat two. Oh, um, Shao Kahn. Yeah, Shao Kahn. <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah that would have been cool, man. Uh, would it have been? It would, it's it's a lame character in general. Like he is a guy with a skull mask. Yeah, and a hood and a cape. Like he doesn't. He's not it's known like for looking cool. orange and purple. I think <laughs> uh, it could have been cool if they had done it uh, like they do Reaper, uh, like they did Reaper or they oh, did yeah, yeah. Death in the Darksider series. Like it's yeah. it doesn't have like it just resembles a skull without having like teeth and stuff. I would have been okay with you know I say that I didn't want a skull cartoon skull head but I feel I would have been okay with the suit and then like just this cheesy skull mask. Mm-hmm. I guess same. I think I would have been, or even just or maybe if it was like the mask that he has but spray painted skull on the face. Yeah, I would have. I could. Yeah, I can. That'd be I cool. See that. That'd be better. It's, and it looks like he doesn't talk. Uh huh. He's got like a we, he's got a weird. The costume doesn't bother me so much, but it's it's kind of weird how it's all put together. Like it, it's like camouflage almost. Like all the colors, kinda, yeah. you can't really. I don't know. It's kind of bland. That's what I, I think. That's my problem with it. It's just it's just really plain. I don't know. Nitpicking. Yeah. The movie. If the movie would have came out last year, I wouldn't have said shit. But now that I look at it, uh, yeah, for a you, year and you've half. had time to just stare <laughs> at it. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's damn. That's really all the news we got. Let me know what I'm missing out there, guys. I really didn't take a lot of time because um, I watched Kong or Godzilla vs. Kong. I did, you know, I started Falcon and Winter Soldier but fell asleep. <laughs> and I watched Invincible, obviously, twice without falling asleep, which is weird. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've just been out of the loop this week. This past, these past, this past month in general has just been a weird month for me with my kids getting sick. And then I had like midterms, like a twenty-year-old. <laughs> so, as a grown old man, that stressed me out to the max. So, yeah, let us know what what we've been missing. What we're missing? <laughs> yeah, something I thought was interesting that I, I know that you like this guy, and I, I, John Romita Jr. is returning to Marvel Comics after years. Uh, he was in some sort of weird contract with DC where he was only doing DC books for a little while. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's back. He's coming back. I think it's going to be on the Moon Knight book. Maybe. Interesting. I think it's first, his first book. I don't hate John. A lot of people are like, it's kind of divided on the internet. Some people are really excited about it. Some people hate his style. I like his old Spider-Man book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his Daredevil stuff. Kick-ass. You like Kick-ass? Kick-Ass. I know it's not Marvel, but... Kick-Ass can be over the top, but I, I do like Kick-Ass. Um, but I like his newer stuff, like he did the in the Heroic Age, he did Avengers. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Did you remember what I'm talking about where he had like the weird four horsemen of the apocalypse where it was like Red Hulk, Wolverine. Yeah. I just... I, we talked about this before. I like, think these Red artists, Hulk would be too heavy to sit on a horse. Yeah, unless it was a Hulk horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <little> donkey. <laughs> it's just a little tiny. 
we talked about it before these artists getting old mm, yeah and then like skipping steps or not skipping steps but just kind of like yeah getting shaky hands and then <laughs> just losing it a little bit so i maybe because i hated his superman and his i didn't like really any of his dc stuff mm. lots of cross hatching and whiskers and whiskers he loves the whiskers golly so are you excited that he's coming back tomorrow it's apparently a big deal uh i don't know i don't know i don't really yeah but uh i do like his style that's all i can say it's like what i've seen what i've read in the past like you said daredevil spider-man stuff like that i do like i haven't seen anything recently so you know cool i guess yeah he was my uh, growing up uh, i liked mark bagley spider-man's my favorite mm. spider-man artist but when i really got into spider-man and uh sort of like kane that whole era with like you know the the crappy peter parker and john romita jr was the artist then mm. and i like his dad i'm a big fan of his dad's from back in the day john romita senior if you didn't know yes if you couldn't tell by context, context clues, <laughs> I like his stuff it's too. His so it's uh, weird. It's just yeah. so I'm excited. Maybe it depends on how how it comes out and what he does. So we'll see. That's really all the news I got, guys. I pathetic. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Tom. You got anything in the toy world? Uh, anything you pick it up? I think Doctor Fate from Esco is being released soon. I saw um, that uh, one of the independent toy sellers that I follow. Uh, was getting their pre-orders in soon so they made their payment um it's kind of cool yeah how long ago were the pre-orders up for that not that long ago mesco is kind of weird they have like they'll show for example they showed all that stuff for mesco con not that long ago um like wolverine and stuff like that wolverine already went up for pre-order i pre-ordered him yeah i saw that one that looks cool yeah um but that's weird because they just showed that. And like their Rumble Society stuff, they don't really even should they might tease it a little bit and then put it up for sale the next day. And then some of their stuff, I think they revealed like a Wonder Woman last year, like in 2020, that still hasn't come out or had a pre-order or anything like that. I think I've seen that. I thought that came out a long time ago. Well, there's several not the not the movie Wonder Woman. It's another one. Um, so they have like random. So, you know, I wanted that Gotham by Gaslight and I'm thinking, oh, shit, it's going to take forever. It might come out like tomorrow. Next year. <laughs> yeah, it might come out next year. It might come out in a month. So, But you got a, a, a Gotham by Gaslight Batman, right? Yeah. So um, this company that I buy a lot of the clothing for, they do uh, some sales. So I also bought my Inspector Gadget from them. And they had from this... They're called GPS lot on eBay. Um, but they had a noir toys, Gotham by Gaslight, Batman. Um, and he's pretty rad. He's kind of smaller scale. He's like SH figure arts, which is about six inches. Um, hmm. but he's really detailed. He comes with uh, a couple different heads. Um Yeah, I really like the Bruce Wayne head. I feel like that's one of the better ones I've seen. Yeah, he comes with the little cow cover thing, which a lot of people, every review I've seen, nobody's everybody's like, I don't really like that. I'm like, that's the whole point of that Batman. Yeah, that's the that's the like defining trait. Other than that, he's just Batman. Yeah, he's just another Batman. Um, 
but his clothing's pretty good. He doesn't have like a big bulge, which is, (laughs) so it's not really awkward. That's great. Um, I was checking for that, which is weird, but I was like, man, let's see if that Wolverine is back in the same way that other one. I think they're using a new body. And I think it really just has to do with the way those shorts lay. Like the hish, the ones I have, the shorts. That, yeah, because they don't actually have penises. It's just right. the way the... <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the way the ball joints go in. But uh, the new one looks like it has more of a uh, thong underwear. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like... Uh, Vacation Speedo. Wolverine. Yeah, Speedo. So anyway, yeah, I got the Noir toys. Today, I was surfing around uh, Target, and sometimes I just get a feeling. I'm like, there's something I want here. Yeah. So I walked into Target, and they finally had the Dark Knight Metal uh, motorcycle. Ooh. So that was like... that. That's a cool motorcycle, too. Yeah. It, and you have the Dark Knight uh-huh. uh, Metal Batman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that had been all over the place, and I was like, ah, I'm never going to be able to find the Batman. Everybody's because yeah. I couldn't yeah, everywhere. I tried to pre-order. I was like, I'm never going to find the Batman. So no use in getting the motorcycle. Well, I found the Batman and then I couldn't find the motorcycle. So mm. anyway, I got it. I like it. Um, it is a pretty cool. And I don't even really I'm not the I don't like the Dark Knight Metal event at all. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of cool as a stand. They had a lot of cool things in it, though. Mm-hmm. Like the Batman was also uh a black lantern. So it was like a lot of cool things in the, you know, in the book, but this, it was just like thrown, like, it's like they just threw darts at the wall. Like everybody put a cool thing on this wall and we'll just throw darts at it and we'll just see what we're going to put in the story. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, that makes the DC way. Um, besides that inspector gadget, which I really, really, really like. That is really cool. There's a review up on our YouTube channel. If you haven't checked it out yet. Yeah uh go check it out i'll try not to sound so bored on the next review i, was, <laughs> I liked it i was in a hurry and i was like i listened to it later and i was like i'm the most i uh, turn it down low and it'll put you to sleep <laughs> it was easter sunday did you record it all on sunday yeah i and then i had to go do something else that i was late for and so yeah yeah big deal. sunday's a that easter sunday's a busy day when you have places to be mm-hmm but yeah, as far as other figures go on the horizon, I don't know of any. Not really. Those, uh, what are they called? I can't remember what they're called. Champions of the Universe? Champions of the World? Oh, yeah. It was an old, old show back in the day oh, where yeah. Flash Gordon... That's what I was um, thinking about. I forgot I got those two. Flash Gordon, obviously Ming, the super stereotypical villain from Flash Gordon. Um... What Billy Zane, whatever his name is, <laughs> Billy in real Zane life. and the magician guys. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So they, I was just at Walmart and I just saw the super detailed Flash Gordon. And I was like, oh man, this is kind of cool. And I totally forgot to send it to you, but then you had also seen it and got it. Yeah, I I wanted the um, Phantom character, the Billy Zane. I did figure. I did too. And what's weird is so I see him. I went to Walmart for something, and I remember they were up there, and I was like, I think I'm going to get that. Mm-hmm. So, I see him, and I, I we pay for the Walmart Plus thing, so you can like yeah. do checkout where you can just beep, 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 on your way through, yeah. scan a QR code, you're done. Um, so, I was just checking on the prices, because I didn't have them on there, and like the Phantom is like 40 bucks. I was like, that's more expensive. That's like way too much. That's more expensive than the 
like a lot of the predator stuff like you know i told you man billy zane but that's what's weird is like the uh <laughs> flash gordon and ming rang up as 11 dollars. so i was like fuck it that's crazy get a mold you know yeah yeah that's cool that flash gordon looks the, the figures look great but i feel like they came out of nowhere i didn't hear anything about it i also don't keep my ear to the ground but uh, same so usually i i see something i follow a few different uh you know, kind of scoopers and scalpers and scoopers. speculators <laughs> on on the interwebs, and I haven't seen anything about it. So that's pretty cool that they just came in with those. Yeah, it's weird because I don't know. They're interesting. They, I'm not going to review them, but they're not the highest quality figures. I mean, as far as NECA is concerned, yeah, they were kind of hard to get them to move. Once they it looks like it. Once it looks like yeah. It. Once they started to move, they were okay. NECA has this problem. They paint the hands with like regular ass acrylic paint because when you take the peg out, it just flakes off. But not all over the hand, just right here in the rubber piece. I'm like, why paint it? Don't even now. It makes you look cheap. Just don't paint it. (laughs) What about have you found a replacement head for your Simon figure? Are you going to use chiseled jaw Flash Gordon's head? (laughs) I did take it off and it does fit a little better. But the more I thought about it, I was like, I think I'm just going to wrap his head in like a bandage or something. I just thought it would be like kind of funny. I like that. So I still, I wish that I could get a ROM head because then I could just use that as my, <laughs> as my head and it would be the perfect. I also keep forgetting about, uh, I've been thinking about 3D printing a toaster head for it, which I think would be. Yeah, cool. that would be freaking great, man. <laughs> That would be freaking great. I just have to, I can't keep forgetting. But I told my wife that's what I want for my birthday this year. So that means I'm getting socks. I told my wife that I wanted a 3D, no, I wanted a 3D printer for my birthday oh, this year. Oh, okay. But I'll get the typical Nike socks that I get every they're, year for my birthday. They're getting cheaper and cheaper. Yeah. I want one, man. Just because, just to play around with. You know, parents print out stupid stuff. I mean, you can make really useful things. I made a bunch of controller holders, headphone holders. Nicole's made a whole fucking musical I instrument. Uh, I wouldn't do any of that. You don't have to design it, though. You pull it off <laughs> yeah. the internet. Yeah, I would make, try to make as many action figures as I could. That would be my thing. Mm-hmm. And then props. Yeah. For no reason. But... We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there this summer. We'll see. We'll see if we have a. Maybe we can do a whole series of things we three D print. Mm-hmm. Dildos. Dildo sword from Cyberpunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, folks. Uh, that's going to be all the news. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to pay for this. You're not subscribed to our Patreon, which we've got a few new Patreon patrons, which is pretty cool. Thank you guys. You know who you are. You know. Who um, you that's are. cool. Now we only need one million more. We'll be rich. And we'll be rich. Yeah, man. Hey, tell your friends, tell your wives. <laughs> subscribe, yeah. and we can do this full time every day. If you're if you're like 16 years old and you're listening, just get your parents' credit card. <laughs> swipe it. And I'm telling you, it's only $3 a month. They won't even notice it. Yeah. You can just say, it's Netflix. Yeah. It's Fortnite skins. Flip <laughs> <laughs> it on that. Yeah, they'd be like, wow, this is is way deeper than what we've been spending on <laughs> yeah right it's not the average 100 dollars a month oh man any games coming up we don't talk about games enough on here but i, I don't really i haven't played games in a while man yeah the, i've been backtracking so i was playing like 
Shadow of War. I played L.A. Noir for a little while yesterday. I should play. I should finish. I never finished Shadows of War. Maybe I should play that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. That game's a lot. Yeah, uh, I think the free game this month is Days Gone, which I sing that pray the praises of that game a lot because I played the crap out of it. I really like that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean it's good. I again go on record almost every episode saying that I typically like bad things. So, uh, yeah, I want to play that one. Um, but as far as new stuff coming out, the the calendar for video games I feel like is really slowed down. With every generation, it's yeah. like less and less comes out every month. So I don't... it's so weird that the hype for the PlayStation Five was so big, and then like now that it's out, it's just like mm, I'm gonna play a bunch of PlayStation Four games. Right, they load up real fast. Maybe some PlayStation Three games. Right, <laughs> depending on what it is. I, I, just, I don't know. I, That's not, I'm not mad that i have one uh it's just that i don't have anything new to play on it yeah i uh other than miles morales i do not own a playstation 5 game i have assassin's creed you technically you technically have avengers because it upgraded to ps5 did cyberpunk upgrade to ps5 Uh, yeah they're still trying to make it ps4 ready (laughs) (laughs) they're trying to make it work Uh, it works i do want to play it I do want to play that game. I'm probably going to get it. It's pretty good. I mean, if you can get it for sale, I liked it. Yeah. Um, you're still not going to jump on Avengers? Yeah, I will if you're playing it. But I played the Hawkeye stuff, and it was fun. The The Hawkeye is fun to play with, but it's only like 20 minutes of fun. Mm. I feel like that game needs to come out with a drop every month. Right. Like, you can't drop Hawkeye... Uh, and it'd be like only two hours max of content. And then be like, oh, well, you know, Black Panther's coming. And it was like, well, yeah, Sp- next month. Spider-Man next month was supposed to come out, too. I heard shit about that. They're probably waiting for the movie. They're probably trying to do this whole oh. marketing push with the movie. Um, that makes sense. But like that needs to come out every month. Like you don't have to do the biggest characters. Give us War Machine next month. Like it doesn't have to be like the biggest thing. Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be Black Panther. You give us fucking She-Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. at least that they're adding things to it. They've been trying to add, um, new, you know, new skins to kind of pull people in, but they they're like they're just skins. Yeah, they're skins, and they're also like bad versions of bad skins. <laughs> so they have like the Prometheus armor. But it's just like a bad version of that, and it's not necessarily the best suit. I like it. Because I think it looks cool, but it's not necessarily the best right. <laughs> Iron Man suit. Yeah, and then they did the they had the and ultimate one too, where he's like bug eyed looking. Which I like that one with the round eyes and ult and Ultimate Iron Man too. Uh-huh. But it, it doesn't really translate that well into the game. Right. He looks really weird. Yeah, I did I did like the Ultimate Iron Man. Uh I like that one a lot, how big his suit is. And and then they recently, I think either this week or next week. They're adding the superior Iron Man suit, which is one of my favorite suits, the white one, the platinum one. But I'm not a fan. but I only like it because his uh, his shoes look like sneakers. <laughs> so okay. that's re- really the only reason I like it. Uh, but they added it like where his face is out and his hair is out, like that version of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to see his face. Yeah, it's weird. About Twenty years too late. For the yeah. face out hairband thing. <laughs> yeah, no thanks, man. That's all the news we got, folks. We're going to take a second to listen to some ads, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, welcome back, folks. Thank you for taking the time to listen to those ads. And as usual, if you didn't, yeah, uh, I don't care. If you're like me and you're on the hunt for... <laughs> yeah, if you didn't listen to it, let's do it one more time. <laughs> gotcha. This episode of the podcast is like every episode of the podcast, and we review a trade. Uh, sometimes Simon hates it when I saw, say it's a trade review. Nah, I don't know. But that is what it is. It be what it be. And this week we are reviewing a book from Image Comics called Stealth. It's from also from Skybound Studios, which I guess is an imprint, uh, Robert Kirkman's imprint of Image. I guess they have like their own company, but they publish them through Image. I guess that's how it works. But uh, yeah, it's a book called Stealth, Volume One, six issues. What do you think? Let's get into it. <laughs> uh yeah let's just get into it let's just get into it yeah <laughs> i'll start stealth issue number one for decades stealth has waged war on crime in detroit but now he's taken his his pursuit of justice too far only reporter tony barber knows that behind stealth's reckless behavior is an older man battling alzheimer's his father a father willing to accept that he is no longer the hero the city needs. Unwilling. With enemies all too eager to force his retirement. Yeah. What did you think about issue number one? So I'm just going to tell you, when I started reading this, I was like, okay, here we go. Iron Man, Batman, cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Totally thinking that one character was one character. It was done. Perfectly. yeah but then it's like oh shit <laughs> like, perfectly i've never been drawn into a comic book so quickly me either man and it was it was weird yeah i had heard this story was good and i'm not saying and this is not me saying the i'm thinking the entire story is good right, yet. Right, right. but i'm with you i'm into it i'm just like oh, okay yeah this is uh detroit usually the black superheroes in detroit so i've been here before yeah robocop uh, right around the corner yeah you know static shock all or static 
all those characters are in Detroit. So I'm like, okay, I've been here before. This is a guy. Eminem. He he's a writer. He's talking about his his dialogue through the entire issue. Kid Rock is about is about how just bad Detroit is right now, mm-hmm. and how people are hanging on and it's dying. And then you see it's like seamless almost. He's like, I need to go get some air, and then you see right. stealth flying in the sky and he's just like nights like this and just like seamless i'm like okay you know this this is a superhero story i don't hate a superhero story but i've seen this before even more so because this character is a reporter like he's a journalist i'm like spider-man vibes like come on you know so i'm like i've seen this before i do like i'll tell you right now i love the art so Mm -hmm. and the colors so i'm in a superhero story i love the colors i i typically have not a problem, but like, and when illustrators illustrate black characters, they water down their attributes. Uh, maybe it's because of right. them playing it safe, not wanting to offend anybody. But to me, I just, I, it sucks to not see people with features like you just because people are scared of it. Mm-hmm. And this, this book really dove deep into the features of just different people in general white people black people everybody asian people and it didn't hold anything back like it really like the characters looked like black people to me the white people look like and i just was to me that automatically i was in and the colors are the same sort of colors that i talk about i like so much they pop they're bright Uh, the illustrations are amazing all through this first issue they (laughs) Stealth himself as a hero isn't this, uh, even though he has like muscle definition, he's not like this buff superhero. He's like a basic looking dude, right? which is like the reporter is like this basic looking dude, again, creating this seamless story. Um, and then at the end, you find out that that's not the case. It's actually his dad and his, and his go and it has a perfect display of Alzheimer's. And it like all happens in that moment. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That so the the chain of events that kind of leads to this like you think because you're still <laughs> on the course of thinking it's this son. Uh, Tony. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we should have said spoiler alert, even though it's the first Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, with this book, and as you've known as if you've been listening this year. We've been trying to stray away from panel by panel. Good. But with this book specifically, it's hard to to even review the next five issues without revealing this part. Right. And it is in the first issue. So it's not a huge deal. It's yeah. just like, oh, shit. OK. <laughs> it becomes a big part of the story. And like Simon said at the beginning of this, it 100 percent pulled me in. Mm-hmm. So um, with. There, so as far as the art's concerned, there was only one panel that I really was like, mm. it like threw me off compared to the other thing. And it's right. What was it? It's the splash page with him saying like fresh air, whatever, like when it's like a splash page uh-huh. and it kind of shows like no legs. I understand what they were trying to do, but everything yeah, went yeah, out yeah. of whack. I know exactly what you're talking about. Everything else is great though. Um, yeah. Throughout the series. But yeah, um, yeah the way that they led into that story and you know you see him like crashing cars and he thinks it's a gang or whatever and then you get home and like you start seeing like 
beats and the news reports and things like that of what's actually happening. Uh, yeah, because he's like, he, and it, again, it's, I hate to use the word over and over, but it's all, it is seamless to me. Yeah. Like you see, he, he goes to get air after writing this report that or writing this article that he wants to not seem as aggressive. And then he goes out to what you would assume is to relieve stress and the city that he's so just kind of heartbroken about. Yeah. Uh, he beats up these criminals. Beats the hell out of this guy. Beats these criminals. Well, first of all, he beats this guy up just robbing the store. And this guy's like, why'd you do that, man? Like, I'm going to spend more money fixing what you broke than I had in my register. But then he gets into this. It might, I hope it's the same issue. He gets into the fight with these thugs. They call it reinforcements. And he's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. He barely he barely escapes. And then then you he they show him run away. Next panel is Tony walking in the door, like, man, today has sucked. Right. And then the news is playing. Stealth got into a fight with the cops. And his immediate response is like, what are they talking about? And so you're still in this is like the last four panels. You're still thinking it's this character. And then you see his dad bust in. Yeah, he's like sneaking in through his window half, yeah. And and the main character doesn't even know that his dad... He doesn't know. That's when he gets... Re- yeah, he is also just gets revealed that it's his dad. Right. Man. And then his dad beats the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Because he has Alzheimer's and he thinks that he's a bad guy. Yeah, like he sees him clearly for a second and then he doesn't and yeah. Yeah. Beats the living hell out of him. Um so i will say i read it as a collection and there weren't any good there weren't any like intermediary pages so when i read it it was all Uh, one thing so i don't know what was one issue to okay so the last thing is an issue one is him holding his son and he says the guys that from the, the guys from the light will come back and they'll fix me. Mm, right, yeah. yeah. And then it ends. That issue one ends. Yeah, I could usually kind of tell when there was like a defining moment, you know. Yeah, but still. and after that, the rest of it blurs to me because I've sort of read it uh, in the collected edition after that. Yeah, so uh, this first issue, in my opinion, really killed it as far as the storytelling, as far as the way things were meshed, the art, as you said. Um, man, I, I don't want to... And I don't want to crap on excellence like I, like I think we did. I listened to last week's episode and it's like we did it as delicately as we could. But like coming from last week's story where we ourselves had to put it together, mm-hmm. this story carried me. Well, like I didn't I didn't feel like I didn't have to think about it. Well, so there there are some parts that you do have to think about, but it wasn't. So this story is like, huh. You know, like when fun stuff happens and you're like, okay, there's a little bit of thinking plot devices. Like that's a normal. Yeah, but I mean, like in this one, it's thinking like there's a mystery to it. Right. Like what's what's real and what's not. Thinking last week was like, what's going on? Yeah, last week <laughs> was a thousand piece puzzle with no edge pieces. And this week was, a, you know whatever an 800 piece puzzle with all with all the pieces yeah, yeah. all the pieces were there and uh it wasn't just a white square <laughs> you know, i don't yeah. know it wasn't a white image yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah this one was more it was 
I think it it's not what last week was trying to do, but like it had the mystery that I get what you're saying. Like I'm not you definitely had to think in this because there were numerous times where I was just like, is this what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because there was one point in this next issue or the issue after that where he put they show a scene where he puts on his jacket and then within the four panels his jacket changes and he has this conflicting dialogue, which I think plays really big into Alzheimer's. I don't have Alzheimer's. At least I don't remember if I do <laughs> where he says, you didn't even realize you were, you thought you were wearing your, your, you know, you didn't realize that you put on your son's jacket. Mm. It's like little things where it's really hard to get into his thought process, which I think is intentional because he has Alzheimer's. Yeah. Let me tell you a little joke. And, uh, I'm sorry for all you that have lost loved ones to Alzheimer's because I, I have. So anyway, uh, yeah. So take that. We're in the Easter season, or Easter just passed, so it's a great joke. All right. So uh, I heard the best thing about Alzheimer's that you get to hide your own Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, joke over. Uh, that's gonna be a great clip. Yeah, tell that to all your friends. That's gonna be a great clip. I was going through and like getting out clips from last week, and I was just like, uh. Where where did we take it too far? <laughs> and I didn't I didn't show Angelina those, but Jolie I, I, sucking D. I should but I should go back and get that one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, issue number two. You want to take it away? Yeah. So two sentences. Detroit's legendary superpowered vigilante <laughs> still has lost control, plunging the city into chaos. Now Dead Hand reemerges to finish off his longtime enemy once and for all. Um. So yeah, what did you this, what a cool what a cool and like basic villain. Right. It not only that, but as we've said a million times, it's going to become like a meme. Um but I love yeah. being dropped in and and these characters in this story are all just like one note and there they go. Like you know there's history there. They have a deep history too. Right. Like and they make it he's like and they, like you said, they they do small beats where he's like, "How old are you?" He's like, "I'm 63." This dude was old when he was kicking my ass in the 80s. He called me kid. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because, like, you know, stealth doesn't seem that old, and he's still fit. Like, that's yeah. not just the suit; he's still no. a pretty fit guy. So it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. Like the suit helps though because he says because even he he mentions it because he's like um because he has like a thing in his neck from the suit yes and he's and the the son's like why don't why didn't x-rays ever show that and he's like well i haven't been to the doctor in 40 years because the suit enhances everything yeah so there's a part that i want to go over with you at the end uh except for his brain yeah now that you brought that up in this and issue two, I thought it was cool. Introduction of this villain. This villain is basic. Yeah, he's two face. Which I feel like it's perfect for this. Right. You don't need a you don't need something over the top or with this deep story. He's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting, like his power, you see basically he can touch someone and make them recall every bad thing that they've ever done. His powers were weirdly in like you he had that power but then he also had the power to like age people instantly right so so you'll find out later as the story goes along like if you basically you almost have to reread it after you've read it and yeah. it's like watching back to the future or any time travel yeah whoops 
anything Spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> anything like that like you rewatch it and you start seeing these little like clues and stuff but uh-huh. he, his power so to speak when you go back through and you finished it off you're like oh okay that makes sense i mean kind yeah. of um for the story it makes yeah, sense. yeah yeah uh but you also like they introduce this villain but then you also see like fractures within his own gang you know within the same couple of panels almost immediately yeah which i think is fine I feel like they could have left that out. Yeah, it's resolved rather quickly. And the, yeah, it didn't really serve the story at all, but whatever. I guess it adds like a distracting moment to whatever else is going on. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you talked about earlier about like uh, having to think about your really sit back and think about it a little bit. This is, this issue was one that I really had to think about because he's at the hospital with his dad or his dad takes him to the hospital. He, I guess he knows the doctor. He checks him out. He's like, you probably have a concussion. You should probably, you know, stay overnight. But he's like, no, I got to check my dad. I got to take care of my dad. He goes out. His dad's gone. Hits the streets. Saving people, beating up criminals. And I'm like, but is this real? You know what I mean? Because he just beat the shit out of some cops in the first issue. <laughs> so, like, did he really save this person from the car crash? Did he really beat up some criminals? Like, or is he just beating the shit out of regular people? Because, you know, that would suck. Stealth, issue number three. Dead Hand, our main villain. He goes viral, which I thought was great. I thought it was funny. This old school villain takes his vendetta against Stealth to the streets to call out his rival. And everyone in Detroit must choose a side. Now, we didn't talk about it in issue two much, but at the end of issue two, he puts it together that something's wrong with stealth. Really smart, I guess, because then he goes on a murdering spree, killing any doctor that could help him, which I thought was weird, but I guess it's like a villain thing to do. Yeah. It's very out of, out of, yeah. Out of the box. <laughs> they kill a guy on a live stream or a video that they post on the internet. I don't even know the significance of the guy that they killed, but I guess, it doesn't really have to be a significant thing as long as you're killing a guy on live. Right. Whatever. Uh, I do like this villain, man. He, yeah, he's interesting because he's like absurdly evil, but he's, I mean, he says it later. He doesn't care. He just doesn't care. You know, yeah. like nothing he just matters. He wants to be a bad guy. Right. Um. So, yeah, him. <laughs> what the, so the art is, I can't remember that artist that you really like. What's your boy's name that did uh, Luther Strode? Treadmore. So this comic book to me has hints of Treadmore in it. Uh, Not as loopy and everything. If Treadmore had taken a more traditional route. We tightened it up a little bit. Yeah. To me, this comic book is that art style, especially when people are getting shot in the head, stuff like that. It's not ultra gory. It's the, the, I'm going to tell you right now what it is. It's more so the colorist from Mm. Luther Strode and this color, the reds and Luther Strode were the, the, I don't even know how you get that red, but the reds from the blood and Luther Strode are the same in this. It's just like, it totally pulls you into what it is. Right. Well, not only that, but it's like, it it is a lot of stuff, but well, no, I'm, I'm what I'm saying is like the, the red is red. It's not like, 
crimson or whatever yeah, yeah, you would yeah, think yeah. of as blood. It's like yeah. fucking red. Red. Um, like the color, the color red. Like the yeah. purest form of red that you that you could get. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, during this issue, you start seeing um, some really crazy stuff, right? This is, is, is this a safe house issue? I think this is a safe house issue. You also see Tony start to unravel a lot. Ever since you find, ever since he got the shit beat out of him by his dad, he finds out that his dad is self. He also he gets his dad an issue too to tell him the story, which the story about his. You know, we we'll let you read it when you read this mm-hmm. volume. But he starts to think like maybe the jacket is the reason why he has alzheimer's and mm-hmm. so he starts going down this rabbit hole like where how did he get this you know it's it's too coincidental that he went to this place that he didn't want to go to and that he got this you know this technology and then randomly woke up it, conspiracy theories lack of sleep we've seen it before it it starts to unravel people and so he starts going down this rabbit hole right and not only that and we see it later but to me, Tony is presented as kind of a innocent character. I mean, yeah. he, he, <laughs> in the first issue, he's talking about the story he's writing and he's like, oh, you know, the way it's written is talking about the, the horrible place that Detroit is now. And they're like, we asked you to write a story about the arts, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so he's kind of trying to be grimy or whatever, but he seems to have lost his innocence. Like he's slowly issue by issue. He's yeah. becoming kind of like a, like he doesn't care either. Yeah. Uh, very... and, like, and that's what I say. That's why I use the word unravel because it's like, he's not the same person in issue mm-hmm. three that he was in issue one. Right. At all. It's like his reality's sh- shook. I mean, damn, his, dad's, shook. his dad's a superhero. Been a superhero yeah. for about 30 years. <laughs> Right, yeah, he's been this guy. <laughs> this guy that's been around for a long time. Yeah, he's like the whole time you were my dad, you were also a fucking superhero. Uh, it's just, and then not to mention, it's like it's a secret, not society, but like people are controlling these situations that you, you know, what I mean, he's starting to see like this isn't just by chance that it happened. Right, someone did this to you, and and so he starts becoming obsessed with figuring that out to try to save his dad. And I don't know if this is the, this might be the first interaction with the safe house. He goes to the safe house. He has an interaction with his brother, which is, he talks about his brother a lot. Mm -hmm. He's like, Hey, you know, he has conversations with his brother, even though his brother's been dead for six years. And this is, he has an old school conversation where he, he talks about setting the safe house up. Um, and Death Hand, Dead Hand finds him there, brings all the gangsters to fight him. And I, I really love how they paint the Alzheimer's picture in this. I know that sounds like a bad thing, but he's getting bombarded with all these bullets from this gang. He's in the house. He, You think, oh, just fly away. But his rationale is, I can't. There's innocent people in this building. Yeah, there's people in the house. But then he's like, wait, there's not people in the house. <laughs> and yeah. he has like this whole back and forth of like why he can't leave. Yeah, yeah. Well, and even that, so he's sitting there having the conversation with his brother, uh, 
which is kind of fun. And then it's just a gangster and he shoots him with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what I would do without you. Thank you. And he's like, the gangster's like, all right, you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, There's also a sequence that we didn't really get into. I think in the last issue where his son just takes away his armor. Yeah. Yeah. So his son tells him, makes his dad tell him the story. And then he deduces like, oh, then this is the reason why you're sick. So I'll just take this. And and if it's not, worst case scenario, you shouldn't have it because you have fucking Alzheimer's. Right. (laughs) You shouldn't be uh, out there beating up people. Right. So, yeah. And this issue, he gets it back right at the beginning. Mm hmm. Yeah, he busts out of the out of a bank. Yeah, he shows that he's still pretty cunning though, because he talks his way into this bank lock room, mm-hmm. and and he busts his suit out because his son puts it in like a in a lock box. And that's so within this sequence, you mentioned you know he may be putting on his son's jacket or whatever, where his jacket switches from panel to panel, and that's within this this sequence i I didn't notice that at first so that's yeah he's wearing like his old old guy jacket like flannel Mm -hmm. and then he's like you didn't even notice it's not your jacket you're wearing your son's jacket and just it's just subtle things like that show that he's slipping but it also throughout the entire series it shows that he has a general grasp on what's going on kind of right it's just sort of a coincidence it's, it's he's like, chasing he's chasing this guy for his reasons. He's trying to find the girl, mm-hmm. but that's not even really the reason why he should be chasing. And the real reason is because he the guy's calling him out. But it's like it's just coincidence that's parallel to each other, right? Yeah, um, it it makes me think of like you know Doctor Manhattan talks about like he's living through all these timelines and everything mm-hmm. like that. It's like if a human with a human's perception had that power. You know, like he's seeing all this different thing. Or if you've seen Ca- the first season of Castle Rock, there's a character that has Alzheimer's. And that's the way mm-hmm. they portray her story. It's like she's living all these different timelines at the same time, which I think is interesting. Yeah. And even the son says that like, he's like, your mind's in the 80s and it's here at the same time, mm-hmm. which is sad. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So issue number four, take it away. Dead Hand brings war to Stealth's front door. Plus, is Tony willing to die to uncover the secret history of his father's career as Stealth? Um, so, yeah, issue four. Like this, I said, is the, this is where he goes to the guy. The creepy, not creepy, but like the sleazy uh, real estate guy, I guess. Yeah, so he's found... He went to the safe house, which was destroyed in issue three um, by all these gang members. And then he goes and I guess he's getting too close. And he and Tony almost dies again. He's like pushed off. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that. Who is the guy? I don't know, man. Who runs him off the road? I don't know if there is more issues of this book. I'm There's not right now. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that character is. Because they show him, he goes to the scene of the safe house, and he's under the guise of a fireman, because he just like peeks around the corner and shows his face. And then a couple panels later, he runs him off the road. 
right. like off of the highway, not even like off the road. Like yeah, off an overpass, overpass. <laughs> and then and then his car is hit by a semi, but yeah. somehow he gets out. Yeah, that was weird to me. That was one of the ones that I was just like, what? Well, the guy. So maybe he gets out. The guy is farther away from where he fell off, so he had to walk over there. So I can see where there was some yeah time maybe. As Abraham Lincoln once said, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, this issue was cool because it feels like it was about to wrap the story up with a lot of things. But right. We, we had two more issues. So this brings it back around with this character, uh, you know, this character from, I think, issue one was like, there were fractures within his own gang and he's like, Oh yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to start this other gang to to fight uh, Dead Hand. Yeah, right? he thinks he's like, yeah, the boss is too crazy. Um, if you want to make some money, team up with me and let's take him out. Right, and uh, Dead Hand, he's very cunning, like you said, in just the way he explains things. Like he's like, hey, you can stay with him, you can make some money, or you can kill that guy, come with me, and we'll be legends. Like, yeah. There will be stories he's, about it. Yeah, us. he straight up says, like, you will make a lot of money with that guy. Like, if that's what you want, go with him and kill him. Mm-hmm. Because he went to college, he's going to be the guy that makes you money. But if you want to be remembered forever, come with me. And then you can yeah. pick what, then you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. And this dude, so this panel, it kind of fucked with my head a little bit. There's a lot of headshots in this. Uh, yeah, that headshot was cartoony. It was, but I, I, I sat here and I'm like, so there's no exit wound. The, the bullet didn't come out. Where's they drew the it. They drew it like uh, before it exited. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like it's still coming. I yeah. don't know. It's it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, uh, it was cartoony to me. That's why I was just like, oh, that's that's different. I felt like it was different. Yeah. Um. So at this point, uh, stealth is his suit is kind of fucked up, and and yeah. he's riding it into oblivion. Yeah, because at this point we are, or at this point in the story, it's more, it's more focused on Tony figuring things out, and stealth has sort of become this background character that is just on a rampage, mm-hmm. beating the shit out of criminals or whatever he's beating the shit out of, trying to find dead hand to protect the girl. Right, and he's like doing it at all costs at this yeah. point. And uh, so he's he's getting into fights and like Simon said, he's he's ran ragged, his suit's damaged. He even mentions like I'll just I'll talk to Eric. Eric's his brother. We'll talk to Eric. Eric knows how to fix it, he'll be fine. And then he talks to himself again. He's like, Eric's gone. <laughs> yeah. At this yeah, his like jetpack is leaking whatever fluid. Um yeah. but as you said, this is also where Tony goes. He he's starts looking into the safe houses and things like that. And uh, he's like, yo, this all has this guy's, you know, name on it. This uh, realtor, whatever. I need to go find him. And some stories and things like that. Um, But anyway, so he goes in there and he has like a damn 45 and some ammo in a suitcase, which is like, it's weird that he keeps it in a suitcase, but he decides that, you know, I don't know. This is the point where Tony starts to show well, his colors. And they do they do kind of ex- explain it like the chick, his, I guess, mild love interest slash friend is like, hey, if these people are willing to kill you, like you're you're going down the rabbit hole. If a guy uh-huh. is going to kill you where you're at, 
like you should be, you know, worried about where you're right. going. And then he goes kind of into his history. Like he's like, oh, I've been, you know, a journalist in war, war times zone. or whatever. Yeah. So I'm good. And then that's when he gets his gun because he's partly protecting himself, partly showing the reader that he's willing to just put it out, like you said, past the point mm-hmm. of no return. He's willing to find the answers no matter what. Yeah. Tony's um, got a gun. <laughs> and so, very cool. And this was a moment that I had to reread because it's like he he's in this guy's face and this guy's like, I can't give you the answers. Like a, a realistic answer. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you're just a dude that came in off the street. I'm not going to give you all this confidential client information. I'm just not. Right, yeah. That Not only... I mean, it's confidential. That's what yeah. you would expect. I'm just not going to do it. Then he pulls out a gun, and then he just completely flips the script. <laughs> he's like, Tony, listen. Yeah. I know you've been in wartime. He's like, how the fuck do you know that? How the fuck do you know my name? He's like, let's stop playing games, man. You came here. You knew what time it was. Let's just... Let's cut the shit, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> And in between all that, you see you see Stealth beating the ever-loving shit, shit out of uh, Dead Hand. And he's like, Dead Hand is scared at this point. He looks like a freaking scarecrow from Wizard of Oz <laughs> walking away. He goes up to a police officer and turns himself in. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, don't call for backup. Don't do none of that shit. Just put me in the car and let's go. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we all knew how that was going to end, and you yeah. will when you read it, um, listener. So predictable, yeah, yeah. But uh, but even though Stealth crazy. is unhinged, he's still a hero. He's never not been a hero. He's just been uh, delusional, right? Because the, like the when one... he shows him get locked up, he still backs down from the police officer. He's still like, hey, yeah, that's a police officer. You know, do your thing. I'm not going to attack a police officer that I know is a police officer, right? The one thing about, I, I would say stealth is a lot like Batman in the way he does things, except he has like missiles. You know yeah, what I mean? Missiles like, and shields and wings and all that shit. Yeah. Um, but here we get a, a background of who Dead Hand is, which is really interesting. And there's like kind of a RoboCop moment, a uh, RoboCop 2 moment in here. Very so, RoboCop, yeah. Um, but you, yeah, you get this... Uh, Again, once you, when you read it and then read it again, you'll start to see they reveal this later. But anyway, you see where his hand <laughs> gets messed up and his face gets messed up. And this is kind of what this particular panel reminded me a lot of Trad Moore's art. Yeah. Um, just where he gets his face blown off. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, and I mean, predictably, um, Dead Hand escapes from that police officer. Yeah, but yes, it's predictable, but it's also like um, not predictable, mm-hmm. right? Because there's that there's like his his situation and then the side situation, and it even throws Dead Hand off because Dead Hand's like, "Listen, man, you passed the precinct. Mm-hmm. What's going on?" And then he's like, "Yeah, fuck this." He's like, "Listen, you were never gonna make it to the precinct." <laughs> Yeah, you are going to make it there anyway. But now I have to know what's going on. Like, I have to know who you were just talking to. Right. And so I thought that was really, really cool because it's like a what we thought was going to happen, what we knew was going to happen. And then it was going to happen, but then there was this extra thing. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. They're written. Oh, man, it was so good. So far. Yeah. 
yeah, this is uh, it's it's just crazy because like what's funny is you go back and forth from stealth to this dead hand and they both just look so worn out. Like yeah. they, this and is an all day thing. You gotta think, they're in their sixties and seventies. These are old guys. Yeah. Dead hand looks surprisingly young. For sixty three, yeah. 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 Um but at this point, you know, there's there's more information about Dead Hand makes it to the office, the realtor's office, because he's also looking for answers. Yeah. This great, great scene. I don't want to spoil too much. Again, these what what's good about doing trade reviews is that single issues have come out mm-hmm. for for a while now. So it's not too spoil spoilery. For the new readers, yeah, you're gonna get spoiled. But for people that you're just coming to hear our opinions great scene because he there's a police officer and tony it shows tony still being a good guy mm-hmm. the creepy realtor scumbag is like you're not gonna shoot you're not gonna shoot this innocent security guard police officer just doing his job and then blam yeah and then several shots later like dead blam, hands, blam, blam. dead hands like huh, that's funny because i will do that yeah um yeah, and at this point, now, like I said, they're all looking for answers. Like, yeah. Stealth is still out there running himself ragged. Uh, again, you don't know what's happening now, what he's misremembering. Yeah, it's um, all blurred at this point. Yeah, and then you get kind of a background, a still more background on Dead Hand, but then, yeah, he's they're, they're going to find answers, and they found the guy. They found who the realtor was texting and before that i love dead hands logic because he looks at tony or the realtor which i don't even know if he's a realtor this scumbag yeah whatever whatever is like hey this he tries to save his skin he's like this is still son you hate still kill his son and but dead hands logic is is smart he's a smart villain he's like mm-hmm. well listen <laughs> it's like you want answers I want answers. So that means we're on the same side. And this guy is who we're against. <laughs> so the immediately he teams up with still son just because it makes the most sense. Not because like his, he doesn't want to get his motive is to go to take stealth out before mm-hmm. he dies. He doesn't care about hurting him at this point because they're both old guys. So like killing his son doesn't necessarily have the same effect as him killing stealth. Right. So he's like, oh, we're teaming up so we can get answers and then I can kill your dad. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that was so great, like, to show that how smart, how cunning that Dead Hand really is. Right. Uh, and then we get kind of like this weird, <laughs> again, you're seeing Stealth just, he is effed. Yeah. Uh, his suit is really messed up. But once they go meet this guy that you know the the realtor whatever title owner he's the, the broker the, the whatever main, the main boss yeah whatever he is he meets him and they're all confused because this guy's super young super young yeah and he's like uh and then the realtor doesn't even has never seen him so mm-hmm. he's like wait you're not the guy and so deadhead's me like well you're fucking dead <laughs> you wasted all this time you're dead and then i think that ends the issue five Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh explanation of where the character came from, which we don't want to spoil that, but there's an ex- explanation of where this younger character came from and the whole 
that so spoiler alert there's I guess, yeah time i guess tra- we have to to do issue six we have to, to talk yeah, the, about this guy there's time travel involved it's like this character thinks that he talked to himself at some point that he founded this company and gave uh, the dad the suit and all that it's like this big time loop yeah which I think is interesting, kind of like Looper. I love it time travel cool. story. Me too. Uh, uh, people yeah. hate time travel stories, but I love them. Well, and, and I especially, I especially like the way that this one did its time travel yeah. story because it, and it didn't do it like crazy far in the future. Like if this guy wasn't from twenty seventy seven or anything like that. They're like, "How old are you?" And he's like, "Or you're not from around here." He's like, "Oh, I'm from twenty twenty three. Yeah, like I'm uh, not that. He's not that far from the future." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you're not old enough to have done anything. Or to been in the 70s or whatever. He's like, we were fighting in the 70s, 78, yeah. 80. He's like, you're you're not, you're barely 30. You're not, you couldn't have been alive then. And he's like, oh, you know, I was here, I was there. I've seen the future, <laughs> future right. stuff. Yeah, well, uh, some important things from this issue that kind of carry forward. That he says that the company that he worked for was built on a chronal hemorrhage, which is like kind of a weird tear in time. And he also mentions uh, where, and I won't spoil it, but he also mentions where Dead Hand gets his powers from, where that yeah. comes from, which is kind of cool. It um, was really cool. Uh, and kind of like an explanation of his actual powers. Right, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he was like, you don't even understand your powers. And Dead Hand was like, oh, I just kill people with my hand. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, much yeah. Is how he explained it. It's kind of funny because that reminds me of like people with iPhones, like older people don't know the power that they have in yeah. their hand. Like I was teaching someone today, like I'm like, oh yeah, just go into your notes and that's the best way to like keep notes on your phone. They're like, What what do you mean? I was so, like, You can make lists on there. You can share <laughs> with people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you could take photos and put that in the list and, and do all this and she was like can you just do it? I'm like, uh, no, you need to learn how to do this. Yeah, it's not really it's, that hard. <laughs> it's so beneficial to everything that you do. Um, so anyway, but yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. It's like technology he doesn't even know how to wield. He's just yeah. like, I don't know. I just, just like, like, yeah, I kill people. Whatever. People just kind of do this thing, and that's what my thing now. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to the very first issue where he's like making these people tell all their things. He's like, he doesn't even understand how he's doing it. He just knows that he can do these things. Yeah, and you get that you get that kind of uh, exposition from his gamers. Yeah. And this book really has uh, rereadability. Like mm-hmm. you said, it kind of it kind of reads different when you read it a second time. And it's not like a book. It's not like a book that you have to reread to understand it. It's just you get a different aspect of it when you reread it. Right. It's like understanding the the. Uh, Twin Pine Mall, Lone Pine Mall. Yeah, like you like you explained before, it's like Back to the Future. Like the second yeah. time watching Back to the Future is different than watching the first watching it the first time. They're like, oh, yeah, ran down one of the pine trees. Shit, watching it now, watching Back to the Future now compared to when I watched it when I was a kid is watching is like watching a different movie. <laughs> when I watched it as a kid, I was like, it's a flying car. Yeah, pretty that's much. so exciting. Pretty much. My like, God, uh, the wheels turned down. Boards. Like, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Um, issue six. Is that me or is that you? It, I'll just do it. Whatever. I don't know. I'll do it. Okay. Go ahead. Wait. It is you. Is it? Def- it's okay. definitely you. I don't even remember doing issue five. Well, we definitely talked about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Anyway, 
Stealth has lived long enough to be both hero and villain in Detroit. With the entire city on the verge of destroying itself, Stealth must take his legacy into his own hands. What I really like about I don't want to cut you off before you start talking, but what I really liked about this issue is seeing Stealth come to the realization that he is unhinged. Mm -hmm. He knows. And again, it's just coincidence that it's parallel that he's trying to stop that hand. But he knows that he is not in control. He knows that his he cannot trust himself. He's he even says like that that's not or there's one thing where he's like, I don't know if this is real or not, but like this has to happen. He's like, This is one last stand. He knows that he's on his last leg. Yeah. And uh I, I appreciate the emotion behind this think about it, he's a superhero for, for he's been a superhero for thirty plus years. Right, and this is the last ride. Uh, think about the last ride of Batman or something like that. This would, this is. There's a lot of emotional weight behind this. I think some of the stuff that we talked about a second ago was in issue five or issue six. It was. Um, but anyway, beginning though, so we're we're still good. Yeah, I, I do love the way that they show. So he is a falcon like character. Like he has these wings that spread out, things like that. And I and I love the way that they show. Because he uses them as shields and stuff like that. I like the way that he shows these wings. Like they're they're all like they're like fraying apart. Yeah, metal. And there's a funny scene in here where he's outside. He's fighting these like gang members, but he's outside like this little music festival, which is funny. It's like this gentrified music yeah. festival. It's weird because it's like a scene and a half. But it was just kind of funny to me because it's all these hippies. Like, what's going on, man? Yeah, my mom told me not to move here. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Matt. sad because, like I said, it's his, it's his last ride. Mm-hmm. The coincidence that he's just so happy, like he's lucky that he's hunting Dead Hand. And Dead Hand also happens to be hunting him. Like, it's just a coincidence for the story. Because like he could be hunting a random person thinking he's Dead Hand. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you did have kidnapped this girl way back in the in the eighties. Um, but that he's been looking that yeah, stealth has been looking for this whole time. This like entire series, one. yeah. And then you find out that he kills her. Spoiler alert! Yeah, he's like, you know, I killed that girl. Yeah, <laughs> and then so he becomes unhinged, and I was a little bit like not confused, but the last the issue six, a lot happens towards the end or just like i need to reread it because it was like he kid him and dead hand or he takes off the suit and then for a second he's aware of everything and then him and dead Hand have this final holy shit that is the cover from sorry when they have sorry when they have this moment he says of course of course and tony i was always proud of you like that one panel is the album cover from Wish You Were Here by um what is the name of that band? Uh Pink Floyd. Mm. Like that is the album cover. Wow, I didn't notice that. I've looked it up. It's a guy on fire. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, they have and I'm I'm needing your to help me fill in the blanks. They have this interaction between these two of them. It's this final standoff. What Dead Hand wanted, and then what uh, Stealth 
I guess, realizes needs to happen. Mm-hmm. He knows that he's at the end of his journey. Yeah, he he is, like you said, he is just like ever aware of what's going on now. Yeah, so, no, apparently so the suit figured yeah. it out. And Tony seems to have figured it out more than anyone else. Because mm-hmm. I was confused at what he quote unquote figured out. Well, you start to realize, so you have this like time loop. The yeah. guy that they meet and Dead Hand just disintegrates his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about that. That was cool because this guy is super cocky. And this may be super spoilers or whatever. This, I, but we need to talk about it because it was a great scene. This guy was super cocky. He was like, yeah, listen, all this stuff is going to happen because it's supposed to happen. Like, I've already planned it. Like, this is my destiny. And then yeah. Dead Hand's like, okay, so I just need to keep being a villain. Kind of destroying Detroit, right? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. Something like that. And he's like, well, let's shake on it. And then... Yeah. Disintegrates him. Just kills his ass. It was fucking great, man. So, yeah, it was kind of interesting because that's when Tony realizes that, like, okay, this guy obviously isn't the key because things would have changed. Um, And it's that, that circle. Like, if the suit comes from the future then my dad wouldn't have it at this point if this guy was the key. So yeah. someone else had to be there. Um, which is what I loved about this book is it's smart time travel writing because yeah. you have to think of like this loop, you know, you have to be, it has to be simple, man. Like well, it's, it's not like simple, but sim- complicated. Well, simple in a, in a sense where it's not like we created this loop. So then time, you, you know how it gets overcomplicated really, right. really fast. Yeah. And that's what I mean by simple. Like, it's definitely still complicated, but not over-complicated. Right. It just has to follow this path. So, all he's saying is, like, this thing thing happened, this thing happened, this thing happened, which caused this thing to happen, and here we are back at the beginning. And and this this guy, yeah, this guy is wrong because time hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. He, if, if Dead Hand had killed him, everything would have been different. Yeah. And so, obviously, if, and he just used deduction, if this is what's going to happen next, then obviously... By that time travel model, anyway. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so, what is really great about this, I will say that I was really confused. Um, only in one part. And it's, his dad figures it out, grabs his arm, and they create this uh, rift sort of yeah, thing. Chronal anomaly, whatever they call it, um, or what I'd said earlier. So the only thing I didn't quite understand is the people in the light. You know, like he, the dad says, "Oh, of course." Like he's figured it out, but I was lost on like who these people in the light are because he's being shoved through time or something. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm confused on that. Might be that just might be cliffhanger or people that worked for his son because his son is the eventually starts the company or whatever. Right, and I thought that was honestly uh, Dead Hand and his dad. I thought that was him, and he was looking somehow through that. But yeah, because Dead Hand's Dead Hand's reaction threw me off too. Uh Because Dead Hand talks to Tony on his dying breath, and he's like, um, I can't remember exactly what he said. But he's like, oh, shit, you figured it out. Like, it wasn't that guy. It was you. You're this is your thing. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I always wanted a son. So it was like you. 
which I thought was weird, but I also thought it was cool. Yeah, it's weird. It's also weird that his dad is gone, but this guy's still here. Yeah, it is weird. Um, I wish, yeah, I wish I knew who the people are that because it's obvious that one of them is carrying a clipboard or whatever. But it's just, hmm, I we guess talk it's... about it all the time. Like, don't write a book for a sequel. But I feel like this one just put maybe a, put that in there as potential. It's a, it's a gentle nudge. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. Um, yeah, so Dead Hand has this little exposition about whatever, talking to Tony, how he figured it out, whatever, and then he just disintegrates, uh, good time. So, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, Um, and then it has this brief summary of the end about, like, how Tony worked for this place for 11 years and then realized that he had to leave to fix Detroit. So he starts this entrepreneur path creating this tech company and doing, and then basically starting that loop. Right. What's supposed to happen. Yeah. So the young guy says it starts on a, a, a chronal anomaly or whatever. And the, that anomaly is created when his dad, his dad. touches, yeah. touches dead hand. So they create all that around what just happened. Yeah. Uh, and then it just kind of goes around, which is, which is so great from this story. Is, and we, if you listen to us, you know that we like self-contained stories. So this is what I would say is a self-contained story. Like you talked about, it has a gentle nudge. It has areas to be expanded on mm-hmm. big time, but it doesn't need it. Big time. Uh, I will say that I it is option to be a movie. I think Lionsgate has it. They're going to make a movie out of it. So, of course. Yeah, anything, any type of something's good. Like, yeah, yeah, why wouldn't I? Give me, give me that. <laughs> give me that movie. Oh, that's well. Oh, that's well received. Yeah, give me that. <laughs> All right, so we got through six issues, which six issues to me is perfect for a trade. Mm-hmm. Whenever yeah. it's five issues, I always feel like it's too short. It's too rushed. And but even though like I got to issue four and I was like, this is the end. Then it kept yeah, going. Yeah, it felt like it. It did feel like it, yeah. So what did you think overall? I'd like to know, did you enjoy it? Oh, definitely. Like I said, after after the first issue, when there was kind of that bomb of, like, what's going on, I was in. Um, definitely. Yes, I really, really enjoyed this book. Me uh, too, man. And I'm so glad because last week... Okay, so I had, I had heard good things about this book, too. So like last week, I, excellence was so well received by people that I actually respect their opinion on, and for me to just not enjoy it, and just not even really enjoy, it, but just me to be just so generally confused by it. Yeah. Um, reading this, I was kind of like, damn. Like I hope, no, I hope this is okay. I don't That's know much. Really I, the case with last week too. It's like yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And for this week, I was just like, oh, I'm just kind of nervous. Like, I, I haven't, not nervous, but like, oh, I don't want to be in the same situation. Like, two weeks in a row, I feel like it would be kind of a slog to get through a book like that again. Mm-hmm. And after issue one, I I, did, I couldn't stop reading it. Yeah. I just, I got through it pretty quick. Uh, I read it actually today. I, I usually like to wait till the day of. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, the art, the, let's not talk about the art yet, but the writing to me, was 
it was perfect. It was exactly my my style. It had mystery, but it was the pacing was great. Yeah, it was uh, it was very smartly written. Yeah. Um, the hero was sort of the back character. Like stealth is just slogging through six issues. Right. Yeah, he definitely is just uh, whatever. Like he, <laughs> it is interesting that you say that. It's all about his life and his son and like this villain and stealth is just like this if you can imagine he's like this monster in the background that's like blowing shit up and yeah. getting ravaged but you know you almost don't care yeah but his son him. you care about him because his son cares about him and then you, you follow his son's journey and then the villain also cares about him <laughs> like the villain wants to take him out because he he says it numerous times he cannot die like your sweet, sweet grandma. Like, I have to kill him. Mm -hmm. He's That's my story. I have to kill him. He cannot just die peacefully. <laughs> my life would be, you know, for not, I just, it would be a waste. Right. Um, and so you feel for stealth because these other characters feel for him. But mm -hmm. yeah, he's the monster in the background, just destroying the city. And you, you don't really get any context for him because you don't really understand his thought process because it's so fractured great great writing i can't mm -hmm. believe i enjoyed it so much yeah fantastic and i would have to say after i got to reading it i was like i am a person i would not like to admit a person i'm a person that art is plays a 60 percent role in comic books for me yeah i mean it, it does honestly more than that for me because it is it is more i'm trying to be <laughs> the whole point of the comic book is to have a good art. I mean, that's why it's a comic book and not a novel. So, it just. <laughs> what do you think about the art? Oh yeah, dude, uh, it's great. I really, really liked it. Um, there was one panel that kind of threw me off, and I was like, mm -hmm. uh, "The first issue was kind of honestly, the first issue was a little rough in a few areas." Yeah, I feel like the first, and yeah, I agree. I one hundred percent agree because um, I read it twice. It, I felt like it was trying to find its sort of style. It was trying to find the character's look, the feel, and mm -hmm. I feel like it was just trying to find the vibe of the book. But right. I don't know if you'll agree with me, but after that, it's pretty steady. Oh, yeah. yeah. After that first issue, it's yeah. uh, really, really amazing. And it yeah. kind of reminds me of when, uh, I guess, Ryan Otley had joined Invincible. Uh -huh. like. The first issues were like, okay, these are all right. But after Text, he joined... Text it to the next level, man. Yeah, it really, really kills it. Um, and I feel like it's the same way with this. Though it's not Ryan Otley. It's uh, it's good. Yeah. So we liked it. Wow. Yeah, we're usually pretty on the same, same page. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, art was good. Colors were exactly my, my style of colors. Cup of tea. Yeah, they were Very good. Very good. I either like these bright bold colors or i like like watercolors mm -hmm. yeah i do like i like that style as there's well. not really an in-between for me which is weird no betwixt i don't like john romita jr like half half of the image is black <laughs> freaking cross hatch i don't know i'm glad you liked it man let's rate this yeah. bad boy let's rape it okay <laughs> <laughs> all right 
Got my handy dandy. I got mine. I've sent all the other ones out. So I'm not on my phone. <laughs> I need to print some more. Yeah, some I do need to print. I got a printer, so. Hey. All right. Uh, Simon's first. Uh, to me, this. I know what I'm going to give this one on. Yeah. Story and art. Um, I've probably said this one before. You know what? I'm going to give it. This is what I'm feeling lately. I'm going to give it a uh, E6. To me, that's a perfect piece of toast. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, it's a little darker, but you know, I like it to melt my butter. So yeah. uh, that's what I've been feeling. Also, we got an air fryer, who, uh, which also functions as a toster oven. You put so, toast in it? Yeah, man. Uh, so I haven't it, done uh, that. Wow. Well, it's, it does just have a toast function is the important man. part. Mine looks like a toaster oven, but it's an air fryer as well. Ah, see, mine is a giant air fryer. Yeah, so that's why we went with that one. Anyway, so, so that's what I'm that's what I'm feeling on toast right now. I'm going E five. It is for me. If you had to equate it to a score, it'd be like a nine point nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't yeah, I, much. There that you could if you couldn't tell we usually do pros and cons. I don't really have a lot of cons about this one. Right. If this were a job evaluation where fives don't really exist, yeah, you know this would be the best score that you could get without yeah. being perfect because perfect mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Perfect doesn't exist. But damn, I for me, it, if if I could read a book all the way through without wanting to stop, uh, it's a it's almost a perfect score because mm-hmm. that's the, that's the, you know, that's the ideal. That's what you want. And, um, do I want to see this as a movie? Probably not because they never do address this. Right. It would be weird. I feel like it would be too much on stealth, which yeah. isn't the point of the, which, is the t- which we talked about. It's totally the background character. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe a series, I could see a HBO series would yeah. be better maybe but like even then it's just like a hobo just, series just let it be a series or just let it be a, a book man mm-hmm. uh we enjoyed it that's it folks we're circling the drain uh we'll i don't know what we'll read next week but we'll figure it out and we will uh see you next time yeah it's great enjoy it watch it read it i mean read it there's no watching <laughs> watch this and then watch this read, read that <laughs> read it if you want to follow us on social media, Wednesday Pull Everywhere, Wednesday Pull Sime, Sime on Toast. Mm-hmm. Just type those into Google. Yeah, just <laughs> follow those. Type it into random social medias follow, and eventually you'll find us. Follow accordingly. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. See ya.